I don't know if it's the cow or the bull, but I smell. If the girl can't do it, the girl's got to go home. I'm a good person. I'm not just saying that. I'm a corn husk. You got to peel the layers back. And then, well, is this luxury yellow corn with all these little pellets of information. Welcome to Will You Accept This Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Leslie. And we are back for week four. Um, another one of our to be continued episode resolutions, what we started with to, um, this week, rather. And um, it's going to happen again. I'm so mad. I'm I feel so like we're in it. that cycle. And I kind of feel like it's going to be that way as long as Corinne is here, right? Because I feel like otherwise. They have everything built around the rose ceremony, so there's kind of like this this peak, and then I feel like they just are building everything around what happens to be happening with her, and if it's more interesting than going on to the rose ceremony, then they just don't care. I mean, I guess on the bright side, right now, there's so many people there that it's not like, when it gets down to, you know, a smaller handful of people, the suspense is really like, oh my God, who's going to go home? And that's the major drama of the episode yeah. versus right now, the crazy people are there. So that's the drama in the episode. But I just still kind of like the routine of like you start out, you do the dates, and then at the end you have the rose ceremony. Uh, yeah, I just feel like it's jarring when you have that expectation to basically, for the most of the part of the season, I feel like we haven't had that happen. So it's just... No, been, it's just, just the first episode, right? Yeah. It's just, and it hasn't... Drives me crazy. I don't like it. I don't like uh, it. But I guess if the trade-off is like... Either you have a rose ceremony or you have Corinne. I'll take Corinne. And I'm I'm going to be surprised if she doesn't make it to the final four. I think she's in it for a stretch. I don't know if she'll make it to hometowns, but God willing, like, I hope she does because I, I want to know more about who made this girl. Well, I mean, and we'll, we'll get to this week's news later, but I mean... After seeing her mother, I, I want, I want, I want to see, I want, I want to, I want them, I want them to do that. I want, I, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, Raquel, what? Raquel has to be involved if they go to yeah. her hometown. You go to hometowns and you get to meet Raquel. And hopefully they'll all have cheese pasta. Like this has to happen. Wow. This has to happen. I really want some cheese pasta. I feel like every time we record this, we should just eat cheese pasta together. Well, I actually forgot my intention based on this week's episode was that I was going to have a glass of Prosecco, but my throat is bothering me. So I figured I'd be, <laughs> I figured I'd be a grown up and not drink Prosecco when I should be drinking water because of my sore throat. Lame. And I was going to eat some popcorn because, you know, she's this, you know, buttery kernel of corn. She is. She um, is. So that was, and I had, um, some cookies earlier today so again i decided to be a grown-up and not eat more junk so basically i just ruined all my fun by being a grown-up you should eat more junk you should <laughs> eat more junk. i'm gonna peer pressure you into it <sighs> i am wearing my um tank top that says what is it I, i'm wearing it but i can't it says wine bachelor and yoga pants oh you got it too i did so we can be twinsies <laughs> well, we, we gotta take a picture in our tw- in our twinsy shirts we yeah. posted on the Instagrams. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it this this episode was was a funny one. Like we start with Corinne napping. Corinne it was really pretty entertaining. I thought it was funny. I too love my naps. That was probably I mean, there are a lot of highlights, but I really did love when um 
she was defending herself against people criticizing her napping by saying that Michael Jordan took naps and uh, Abraham Lincoln took naps. (laughs) What does this have to do with anything? (laughs) Oh, it has everything to do with everything. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with her. I know, right? Well, in the beginning of this episode, they're all, like, annoyed because they're like, does he want him or does he want, like, a serious, I mean, does he want her or does he want a serious relationship? And the answer is, he at least wants her. I don't know if he wants a serious relationship, right? You know, I can't quite tell, is he actually into Corinne or does he just like the attention from Corinne? I think, you know, I mean, he said in, in interviews and he said in this episode too, like he finds her lighthearted and fun. I think that in the midst of all these people who are like really genuinely trying to get to know him, I think she's just different. And maybe I think he just finds it refreshing. And like sometimes would you describe her as lighthearted and fun? Because I would not. I don't think I would exact. I mean, she does all these things that are kind of like you you could say childish, but, you know, like childlike, like just kind of. She just does something that's, like, really outside the box that he doesn't expect. And I think that yeah. I think that, that keeps it interesting for him because I think there was points this week where he almost seemed a little bit bored about this whole process. Yeah. <laughs> and so I Did think... Chris Harrison say that he had to step in and be like, all right, you have to get it together and actually I, act like you're into this? Yeah, and I'm wondering if that if that is something we're going to actually see or if that happens behind the scenes because, I mean, there was times, especially, um, I mean, we'll we'll get to it later but like the the on the stage with the with the bad music playing in the background <laughs> i mean he just looked like like he, when he introduced who it was he just kind of was like blah, blah, like he was reading a cue card so yeah um so but, you I, know it's funny because i i've heard that he's trying to make it as an actor not a good actor no i don't think that's going to be a success for him he can first of all he can't even talk no he mumbles he mumbles like i don't know he could he would have more success as a model, which he still is not going to have much success at, um, than he would as an actor. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Like yeah. One, no, no, just no. Um, so we had the rose ceremony finally. And we went home. Uh, why did I not write down their names? Oh, um, it was, uh, it was, um, it was Brittany, and it was, um, oh my goodness, Kristen. I'm doing really good with this tonight. <laughs> um, Kristen the Virgin? Yes, and Brittany. Which the was Brittany, Brittany? Brittany was the one who was Adam and Eve Bride, the one who Oh, had, yeah. So it's like you make She the had por- that one episode, and then after that, it was all downhill. Yeah. And she's the one. I'm not too surprised, because she didn't really make much of an impression aside from that. Well, she made him bend over as her entry, remember? Like, she's a nurse. Oh, is that <laughs> that was her? Yeah. So that, that that those are the two things that I have to say about Brittany. <laughs> but um, I'm yeah. not going to really miss either of them. Yeah. I mean, I I did. I mean, it was it was kind of it was kind of hilarious. Um, uh, Corinne's like her her comment to the camera after she gets the rose like gets the rose and gets to stay. She says she gets to make out with Nick for another week. She, she she takes every day as 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 a great opportunity and not let a moment go by. Loves the taste of victory and then she like takes a bite of her rose. It was didn't Olivia do that yes. or was she just sniffing it a lot? Didn't she bite it? I I, I feel like she smelled it and she said it smells fresh. I remember fresh, that really fresh. I, but I do. But think I feel like I remember somebody eating or someone bite, did a bite eat out a rose. Oh, was it lace? Someone ate a rose. I think it was lace. I'm going to have to investigate this know, because got, this bother me. Got to remember. 
Um, so then they get all like all up in arms and excited because woo, they're leaving town. This is one that they were supposed to apparently go somewhere like on the South Carolina coast, and there's a storm coming. So all of a sudden, they just throw them into his hometown. Um, and they had to pretend that they were excited about it. <laughs> yeah, and they're all like, woo, and it's like, they're not excited at all. <laughs> but, um, and then, of course, like I think literally they were en route, and they had to reroute them. So, like, his parents is just like, oh, surprise, we're all going to come here. And so they have, they talk with his parents, and his dad's like, please don't go on this show again. <laughs> Which, I was like, all He's of America. He's going to try to go on this show again, and I know it. All of America is with you, Mr. Val. Yeah, just stop. Stop. Right. Oh, my God. So his mom had, they have 11 kids? Yes. Is that what it is? Well, I was, it was funny. Topher and I were, he, he kind of walked by at that point, and he was like, wait, did, did they just say 11? And then, like, his parents came out, and he said, She's really young. Like they look really young to have eleven kids, and we were like trying well, to do I the math. Had, uh, I read that she had her first one when she was twenty-one, okay. and I think she just kept on going. Wow, that's a lot uh, of kids. Yeah, that's a lot of kids. I that sounds so hard on your body to have that many babies. And that makes me hurt. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. I know. Oh. Like, maybe every time you have one, it just gets easier. I don't know. I. I, I <laughs> I kind of want to do, like, some research and see, like, their ages and, like, the spacing. I have a lot of questions. Like, are there any, like, like twins or, or triplets in there? There's or... probably just, like, a couple years. Well, let's see. So she's mm, – how old is she now? She's mid-50s. Maybe. So she okay. probably had, you know, every couple years she would have a baby or something Boom, like that. Boom, baby. Boom, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Oi. Um, that's, that's rough. Uh, I – well, and then I and then, have a lot of thoughts about that, but I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> I know. And then all of the the girls are all like, "Wow!" Like everything means so much more because it's like in his hometown. And it's like it doesn't really because this wasn't even supposed to be a thing. Like this was like yeah. an emergency that solution. That cow poop meant so much more because it was in his. Hometown. I know, right? Well, they're all like taking it seriously. Like the the one on one dates that oh, if you get in his hometown, it means something special. And it's like, eh, not exactly. It was supposed yeah. to be in South Carolina. Um. So Danielle, Danielle L, which will never not be awkward to say. That's hard um, to say. Danielle L. Danielle um, L. L. Um, gets the first date, um, the first one-on-one of this week. Um, and then we, we do the, the tour of, of where Nick has hooked up with the ladies across his hometown. Not awkward at all. That was awkward. I'm like, he kept saying it, and I'm like, He's a little too proud Are you about it. playing this up or did you actually sleep with this many ladies in your hometown? I don't know if I believe it. I don't know either. It was it was a little bit it felt very forced and weird. It was just funny. Like last season we had been doing his tour of his hometown and being all like nostalgic and, and almost a little bit too much so for his hometown. And it was just weird to see yeah. him do the same thing but with this like over like sexualized angle. <laughs> it's like calm it down. Like So the first no. part was his date with the one-on-one was that before the group date yeah this was really just kind of a weird date yeah the whole thing was weird so they're hanging out in the field that he hooked up with all these ladies in right and then 
they're walking by and then coincidentally, oh, look, there's his ex-girlfriend. Not coincidentally. And they make it sound like, oh, um, mic'd up and ready to go for the show. Yeah. Well, and they make it sound like, oh, this is like the serious girlfriend. They only dated for like three to four months or something, they said. So I'm like, eh, not really so serious. Yeah, and I don't she get kinda, it. She kind of looked like, I don't have much to say because I don't really know him that well. You know, <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's like if you really want to make it interesting, why don't you gather all of his exes that they can find and then then do that? <laughs> right. <laughs> like and, in then, a room. <laughs> and then she's like, why? Like the one question that Danielle asks is like, why he's still on the market? I'm like, she probably dated him in like middle school or like early high school. Like she yeah. knows, you know, I think we know why he's on the market and it's because he makes poor life choices. Right. And then for some reason, they're hanging out in a hotel lobby um, and he's asking her what her flaw is. And she yeah. said that it's uh, that her parents are divorced, <laughs> which was OK. Like it came out of left field. I kind of get the sense that she was trying to find some reason to like connect with him on an emotional level and kind of have some sort of edginess yeah. about her. And it was like, oh, well, my thing is my parents are divorced. And it was like you're waiting for there to be some sort of additional story. And it was just kind of like that was it. And you're like, you're not giving much to work with. (laughs) It was just a little weird. And then, so I guess she's saying that she's very slow to get into relationships because of her parents' divorce. And I'm like, you're on The Bachelor. The show's for six weeks, and then you're supposed to be engaged to somebody. So I'm just not sure I believe you. (laughs) No, this is your style. Yeah. Yeah. Either, either you're just like making that up, or you're doing something that's very, very out of character to you but she didn't really seem to go into that and she doesn't seem someone who's like someone who's super reserved like in the Backstreet Boys group date or whatever she was like really into it and was like all out there so I kind of I don't think that's really her personality yeah I don't know so that was kind of that date right there wasn't much there I mean and we skipped that they made these Creepy um, Nick and Chris Harrison cookies, which were weird. Oh, I forgot about that. They're calling them Nickerdoodles, which I I, I love a good like <laughs> silly thing that like that they come up with. So that was fun. Like last week, there was a Nick Apple on. So I mean, I like their their little stupid names for stuff. So yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very creepy. Um, I found a GIF online of it, which made me laugh. Um, when he walks in and it's like, do I get to eat my face or eat myself or something? I'm like, that's not normal. <laughs> yes. I would like a cookie of my face. Right? Yeah. Should work on that. So funny. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so then we, oh, we don't want to miss out on the fact that then we have the, oh, the awkward, concert, the awkward concert where they're dancing and... And Nick just can't wait to introduce Chris Lane and how wonderful he is. And he looks kind of like Chris Lane. Who's Chris Lane? Although Does I read, anybody know who Chris Lane is? I'm I, not entirely sure. I read an article actually that his, I forget if it was his song or his album, but was like number one or number two on the charts, like country charts, after the show aired. After the show aired? Yeah. So it's, it, I thought it was interesting to say like how much, because I, I kind of felt like, you know, it's nice. It gives him a little exposure, whatever. But when I saw that listed, I was like, oh, I guess they get a decent lift based on being on the show. So I well, I I read an article from, from, I guess, I don't know if it was his hometown paper. It was a paper from around there kind of going into detail about the, the background of how they put this all together at the last minute. Mm-hmm. And um, 
So I guess they roped. I'm sorry. What's his name? Chris. Chris Lane. Lane. <laughs> okay. So they roped him into it at the last minute and put out a casting call, basically saying like, "Oh, we're doing something for ABC." So you know, people know that he's from there, and everybody kind of pieces together, "Oh, it's going to be The Bachelor." So all the people in the audience weren't really Chris Lane fans. They were people who love The Bachelor. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's really funny. I thought that was funny too. Like if I saw that, I would be like, "Yes, Bachelor." I, I need to happening. start stalking them more because I feel like there has to be a way to find out about these events. Well, and they have to occasionally do something. I mean, I feel like they did in um, Caitlyn's season. They were in New York, right? Like, I feel like they have to do stuff that occasionally yeah. comes through the area. Isn't that where he picked up Nick? Yes, when she went to New York. Who I saw pictures and it's so funny. He looks so different than he does now. He looks like five years. It's younger. the beard. The beard changed a lot. Is it? I don't know. He didn't have. Did he? Have yeah. A, did he have a beard then? Though. He did not have a beard at first. Like when we saw him in Andy's season, he definitely didn't have a beard. Yeah, he didn't have a beard and his hair was shorter. Yeah, it just looked very different. Interesting. I don't know. Now he thinks he's Mr. Yeah. Mr. Fashion Plate. He thinks he's super suave. Uh, yeah, so weird date. I didn't feel like they had chemistry. I don't think so either. It was I really think... awkward. And I thought that they would because he seemed like really into her. But then on this date, they just, I don't know, they didn't seem like people who were dating. No, I think I think he finds her very pretty. Um, yeah. But he doesn't seem to really connect with her a ton beyond yeah. that. So... So I don't I don't know how much longer she's going to last. I think I originally put her in my bachelor top like in the top 4 on the little fantasy thing that they have on ABC. I think dot com. I think she's What's still in my final my top 4. For my fantasy league or whatever. Hmm? For the fantasy league, right? Yeah, I, think I had she... her in my top 4, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think I don't know. I'm I'm not not sure I'm feeling it. Um yeah, so Hello? then we have the group date which was I think the highlight or one of the highlights of this week um, with all the ladies going, which I think is funny because all of this is playing up. I feel like this like small town vibe for this town that doesn't really seem to be that small. No, I mean, I did but some they research. for some reason just took them to a farm. I don't is is Waukesha. Is that like right outside of? It's, Milwaukee. It's part of like the Milwaukee metro area, so it's like so it's an, a suburb. It's a suburb, and it has like seventy three thousand, I think, people. Um, it'll oh, be in our, that's not small at all. No, for a suburb. So I kind of and and he even says like you know I basically owns up to the fact that he's not exactly a country boy. So then I'm like, well, why are we even doing no. this date? It just it felt like they were real between them, like having him show his his library and whatever traipsing around the town and then this and then the next date where they do like roller skating. It just felt like they yeah. were really trying to make it like small town America and I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it either. And the the farm group date cracks me up because there really didn't seem to be a lot of forethought there. They just go and like shovel some shit and <laughs> milk a cow. Right? Like what, did they do anything else? Am I missing anything? I guess they pet a couple of baby cows. I don't it didn't really, yeah, it was weird. And, like, they they were making them do a lot of stuff, that, but it wasn't really, like, I don't know, it was just weird. I did like how it was, is her name Jamie, the one with the nose piercing? Yes. 
I did like how she was uh, ragging on him for not being able to milk the cow. Because he had no clue. And she goes right up and is like, boom. You know? <laughs> it's kind I of felt amazing. bad for the cow to have him just like grabbing at her. Like the poor cow's teats just like yanking at him. I'm like, come on. <laughs> Be gentle. <laughs> and then, of course, we have Corinne who's just completely miffed by this entire date. Um, yeah. She doesn't do this kind of work. She just wants to have some sushi. And she wants she really- to. Just acts like she's above everything that she doesn't want to do. And I could see, like, if they were making them run back and forth and do something that was really physically exerting, but, like, they were just literally moving poop around. And yes, it's gross. Yeah. Yes, it's it was gross, pretty disgusting. But why, why is all that poop in one place? I don't understand what exactly I was looking at. I couldn't tell if it was, like, the cows had pooped and they were trying to get it all from, like, just being everywhere into, like, one centralized area. I don't know. That was kind of how I interpreted it. I feel like it I need more information here. I think they just wanted an excuse to make them push around poop, but... I know, but, like, just why was all that poop there? Does it not get spread out more? I mean, I don't... Are these cows just, like, wallowing around in their own poop all day? Maybe. They shouldn't put that on TV, then. <laughs> It's not something you want to advertise. <laughs> Doesn't sound Does very that make me want their cheese? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I, uh, I like that Corinne tells us that she wants to be in a spa being fed a nice taco, preferably chicken. I like how specific she is. Yeah. But cows are just not her speed. Okay, but like, I've never <laughs> been to a spa that gave me tacos. I know. Like, tell me more. Like, where did this come from? Has she been to one that does? Because... I mean, I haven't been to a spa that involves food, period. A taco spa? Like, that's that's the dream. No. I would actually be really into that. Like, you get a massage and then you eat some tacos. Yeah. It sounds kind of messy, but I, I could be into it. I could really use a massage right now. The last time I went, I had a massage and the lady talked to me the entire time. And I'm like, I didn't come here to talk. Yeah. It's like, I feel like a massage does not involve any sort of spoken word. It's very unrelaxing. That is very unrelaxing. Yeah, I'm with you. I would like to have one now that I can actually, you know, lie on my face, on my belly, yeah. and have a real massage instead of having to be sideways. I, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, I would I would like a massage as well. It sounds pretty lovely. Oh, I need to make it happen. Okay, so after this, is this when people kind of, or Corinne hears people talking about her? Yeah, and they, they start like, you know, kind of whispering and she's she's sitting over to the side and she starts claiming that her hands were hurting her and she had like a medical issue. Okay. <laughs> sure. She just didn't want to shovel poop. We all know that. And I, lo- I don't remember who posted, but someone was tweeting saying like, come on. If you're going to have a panic attack, you got to be on the par on par with like Kelsey. Kelsey. Like, yeah, that's a panic. We attack. now know what a panic attack looks like. And it's that <laughs> And this this just like she was trying to think that out. I'm like, no, girl, you got you got to have committed more to it by this point. Like, there, there wasn't enough out there for us to believe that. That's just it was very clear that she just did not want to do that and decided to not do it. She just looked very she said. She said she wanted to go to the spa and not shovel poop. <laughs> I know. So not buying it. Not, not buying, buying it. it. I really, really liked the exchange between Christina and her. And Christina, I thought Christina was very like nice about it. Like she was like trying to say her piece, but you could tell she felt un- uncomfortable doing it. But she's like, whatever. She when she went with it, she was like committing to it. But Corinne was like, what? <laughs> like, 
Well, everybody else just got riled up, and she didn't get riled up. She just, like, put her in her place. Yeah, Colleen was like, this is why this is not okay. And I love when she was like, oh, but I had a panic attack. And and Christina said, I'm not stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Which was amazing. Uh, I feel like we just need her to, you know, like, keep it in perspective for Corinne every single episode. Meanwhile, then you have Astrid, who's like, I don't want to talk about Corinne anymore. Like, I'm over it. Yeah. And then Corinne is is not over it. Corinne just wants to talk about Corinne over and over and over again. Well, you know who else isn't over it? Uh, Taylor. Taylor is not over it. So not over. She's She claims that, like, she doesn't give a fuck at all about what's going on. And she keeps saying that over and over again. And I'm like, but clearly you do. Yeah. Because it's all you talk about. She just can't let it go. And then she just gets more and more angry about it. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. Uh, Yeah. Um, And then I guess that leads us to their their kind of like one-on-one conversation about it. Where she keeps trying to tell Corinne that she's immature. Yeah. And Corinne just keeps saying, I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. And then she starts reading out her like psych 101 definition of emotional Emotional intelligence. intelligence. I mean, she is right, but she's just kind of annoying about it. She just, she sounds very condescending, which, and, and I wanted to say this whole entire time, it's like, you're a year younger than Corinne. So I mean, yeah. I understand that you're saying she's not mature, but then it's like, let's just remember how old you are, because you are like, really young. <laughs> and I don't, I think she seems smart and like relatively together for her age, but she also does not seem mature to me. No. So, so. it was just, all of it was just very bizarre. Um, would be kind of an idiot to choose either of them. Yeah, he would. Um, yeah, I I feel like, and then Christina just keeps saying that she you know she doesn't know if Corinne can really be there for him, and blah blah blah, and it's just like she uh, can't. I mean, I don't really think they're that concerned about that. I think they just find her really annoying. But obviously, Corinne is not going to marry a 36-year-old right now. Corinne is not ready to get married. No, neither is Taylor. Yeah, I feel like this was their way to try to kind of say they're annoyed with her, but have it be something different instead of being like, you just brought him a bouncy castle and whatever. You're waving your tits around (laughs) 24-7. Instead, it's like, oh, you're just not emotionally ready to connect with him. Okay. Oh, And speaking of boobs, I think this is around the time when when Corinne is like, oh, you think I'm not mature? You think I'm not mature? Is this mature? And then pushes her boobs out for the camera. Yeah. <laughs> like that. No, nothing to no make it's you... not mature. Right? <laughs> oh. And then... She is, I would say, the Michael Jordan of this season, though. She was? Not the Michael Jordan of Naps, but the Michael Jordan of this season of The Bachelor. Yeah. She's... It's... It's, it's pretty... Like this, this whole season would pretty much be nothing without her. You know, you say that, but at some point she's going to leave and we're going to find out somebody else is also crazy. I don't know if anybody else can bring it the same way that she does. I did hear that, um, that a lot of the ladies don't like Vanessa. Really? Yeah. Cause I, so I've been, um, doing a lot of, uh, research uh i mean instagram stalking um of all the contestants and they all seem to hang out and vanessa's in them and i guess it's such a huge amount of people that maybe there are the ones that she actually is 
friends with, but then there, I guess, were a lot of people who didn't like her and thought she was phony and huh. probably like kind of condescending. There's a decent sized group of girls, and I can't remember at this point who is actually from Nashville, but a bunch of them have been hanging out in Nashville the past, I don't know. Within I know the, past the other week. Danielle, the nurse with the Bob. Yeah. From Nashville. Maybe they were hanging out with her then because I think Vanessa was there, Kristen was there, Christina. Uh, I feel like there was someone else that I'm blanking on. But anyway, there's a group of them that were all together. I mean, obviously, I feel like even like every season, no matter who it is, I feel like there's a chunk of them, even if you feel like they're kind of not part of a bigger group that ultimately is friends with a broader group from within the house. So even if I guess a handful of them, like you're saying, weren't fans of hers, it seems like she's connected with enough overall that she has a group from the from the house. Um. Yeah, so then uh, we end up with the the group date Rose going to Christina because she's, like, chatting with Nick and she starts hinting at her past and, you know, they haven't had a conversation about that yet, which it does – it's interesting. I feel like it's kind of far into the season for that not to come up at all because I don't think we've gotten to see much of her. But You know, I don't feel like there's been a lot of deep diving as far as him really getting to know these people. He's been too busy so. jumping around in bouncy castles yeah. to actually have conversations with people. Yeah, because I feel like that's definitely the most... I mean, from reading her profile, I feel like that's kind of like a big chunk of who she is. Um, and I feel like, obviously, if they had talked about it at all, like it would have, I think, made it somewhat into the show. Yeah. Um, so, and I thought... I thought it was because he said, oh, like, you know, I don't want you to rush through this. We'll talk to you about this later. And and I thought, oh, he's just shutting her up. No, I think he really did want to talk to yeah. her. But he knows it's a situation where as soon as she starts talking, somebody's going to come in and be like, can I steal you for a minute? So, you know, you don't really yeah. want to get started talking about her being adopted and, and all of that stuff when, you know, she's going to be interrupted. Yeah, no, I agree. And so, I think she knew that, too. I mean, and he looked he looked like he meant it, but I didn't know if he really did. So when I saw him give her the rose, like I felt like that made me feel a little better. His comments to her were really nice. And, and I wanted to think that he really was going to make good on that promise to her. But since he's been so distracted in so many other ways throughout this entire season, I just kind of wasn't confident that he was going to make good on that to her. So I was glad that he actually gave her the rose and, you know, therefore is going to sit down and chat with her at some point about all of this. So I think that'll be good. Well, I do think that I feel like she's going to get a one-on-one soon. Yeah. You know, because we kind of got to see more of her this week. And then I think they want to show that part of her story. So I feel like the producers have a lot to do with who gets the one-on-ones. So I feel like she's going to get one soon. Yeah, I feel like she's going to get a one-on-one. And then I I don't think she's going to stay much beyond the one-on-one. I don't know. I feel like she'll be around for a little while. I don't know about making it to the end, but I feel yeah, like I don't we'll think see she's final four. I think no. I think she'll have the one on one. Maybe she'll stay. Then I think he'll. I think he'll have the one on with her. He'll keep her beyond the one on one, and then I feel like that next week. You know. Yeah, I've been trying to think like who's gonna who's gonna make it really far, and I'm thinking, what if Alexis actually surprises us and stays around a long time? I mean, I think. I mean, for the same reason that he's obviously keeping Corinne around, like, for being kind of like an outlier in one regard, I feel like Alexis is, like, the comic relief who kind of, he connects with her somewhat in a way that doesn't seem just kind of, like, fluff, you know? he seems No, it seems genuine, and I think he actually really enjoys talking to her. Whether that means that there's, like, actual chemistry there and they actually would date, I don't know, but yeah. it seems like he's... 
much more into talking to her than he is most of the women there. Yeah, I mean, I think that that might ultimately be the break is that if he doesn't, like, he doesn't seem to necessarily, you're right, having some sort of, like, romantic connection to her. So I think unless... I don't think we've seen them kiss, have we? I don't think we have. I was about to say that. So I feel like if that doesn't change within the next week, then, you know, well, because I guess we didn't see the resolution this week. I don't know. I mean, who knows if she's from from this this rose ceremony that we have upcoming. Who knows if she's the one yeah. of the ones. But um, I think she'll stay at least another week or two. I feel like we're running out of weeks, right? Because what week will be hometowns? I don't know. Week eight or so. I don't know. Another. We have probably another at least three to four weeks. Oh, okay. Because there's still a lot of girls there. So I know they're going to start cutting more at the rose ceremonies. But I think we still have a ways. I feel like I, I get I get um a little bit of a false sense of like how far we are along because I actually know everybody's names now, you know? So it doesn't yeah. feel like it doesn't feel like there should be as many girls left because I can call them all out by name, but then no. But there like, really are. There's still are. what, like fifteen or so I don't know how many, yeah. but it seems like there's around that many. Yeah. Um I'm just very curious to see how it plays out because she reminds me in some ways of Caitlin. Yeah. Um, in, in the same sense that Caitlin came on and like made a dirty joke with Chris Sewell's and I was like, oh, she's not going to last very long. And then look, she was the bachelorette because she got to the final three. Yeah. So I feel like if they had chemistry, maybe that could be the case for her. But I'm just not sure if that's. Yeah, if that's in the cards. Yeah, gonna happen. Know. But I guess we'll find out. You will see. Well, um. Yeah, so then we have our final date of the week. And then, oh, now we go on to Raven, right? Yes. To Raven's one-on-one? Yes. Yeah, so, and, you know, she they're saying, or I guess she says that Nick feels comfortable with her sharing his small-town roots. I'm like, I don't think you guys have that in common. <laughs> no, I don't feel like they have much in common, aside from being cheated on. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, that's, that's all I really see them bonding over. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, they they seem they seem pleasant enough together, but I don't know if I see like a massive romantic spark between them. No, and she really I don't know how old she is, but she seems really young. I feel like she's 27, I think. If I really? Yeah, I think so. Am I wrong? I might be wrong. You that's... could totally be right. She just seems very young to me. Um so what did she do? She got to meet his sister at which the, uh, I love this. I love his and sister. His I love his sister. So I was excited super cute. that we get to see her again. Um, How old is she? 11, 12. She's pretty young. She's a, Oh, you know what? I, I was gonna say 11, but I think maybe she's 12 or 13. Cause I, I'm, I'm looking maybe. at 11, which is, he's the youngest of 11. Ah, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, they're like hanging out with her and her teammates. They're all playing soccer. I mean, they were just kind of just hanging around. Um, so I think I read his mom had her when she was 46. So she had the first one when she was 21. That's like 25 years of babies, right? That's a whole, that's a whole lot of babies. It's a lot of babies. So, yeah, I would say roughly every. That's, that's the point where you're like, ago. what percentage of your life have you had something growing inside of your body? That's a lot. So creepy. It's a very large percentage, I would say. I feel tired just thinking about it, like all those babies and diapers to change and like the nights when you just don't sleep. Yeah. I just... I don't know how she's doing it. Can't fathom. <laughs> um, 
I like how she's like, tonight she wants him to know that she's more than just a roller skating partner. It's like, okay. I wanted to go roller skating through the art museum. I know. I I love a good roller rink. Like, that was really cool. I I, I mean, it, it kind of like made me very nostalgic for like all those birthday parties and made me think about the, the, the cakes that had that really good like... Yes, the party rooms at the roller rink. Yeah, I was like, all I want right now is a slice of cake. Where's my slice of cake? That's what I wanted to know. You know, for some reason, like, I associate those birthday parties. I think of this one that I went to where somebody's mom gave her underwear (laughs) as a present. And I'm like, why are you doing that in public? Like, that's a private gift. (laughs) (laughs) That is or just not a birthday gift. Like, I would be so bummed out if I was opening a birthday present. It was just some sad cotton underwear. (laughs) Like, thanks, mom. <laughs> thanks, mom. But they skated at the rink with his sister, but then they went skating at the art museum. Yeah, remember? so there was a lot. I, I thought it was it was interesting that we had roller skating not once but twice in the twice. state. Um, well, and then they roller skate after she tells him the story about when she found <laughs> out about her boyfriend cheating on her. And this was like. so. There's it, a lot to unpack there. It, and also I found out that they didn't air yes. that part in arkansas that's what i was gonna say so like and i think they there was originally speculation like the guy who was her ex did he know someone at the the tv station and like the tv station came back and said hey guys there was actually a a power thing that happened it wasn't intentional so convenient i know i'm like i don't don't know but kind of weird did it just black out during that part Apparently, yeah, apparently it just blacked out in the part where she was talking about, which again, a little too convenient, and then it just kind of like resumed after she'd finished telling the story. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay, so let's let's like recap this story. So she heard from a friend or something that her boyfriend was down at the bar and that he was going home with a woman, and the woman was like, oh, I'm going to go home and sleep with this doctor, right? Right. right. And then she talks to her mom about this and says she's going to go confront him. Yeah. Yeah. And then she goes and the door is locked and she breaks down the door. It kicks it open. I don't buy that. It just seems like for, I feel like that's got to be harder to do than she's making it sound like. Right. I would think so. I'm like, I've never, I've never tried really, but I feel like even a pretty busted door like that, how would you even do that? Like doors inside your house might be a little flimsier, but the main door in a, on a house. Well, I thought I she just... did that to his bedroom. I don't think she didn't kick open the be- the door of the house. No, it was no, just I to think the bedroom. Has... No, it was just the bedroom. I think she has a key to the house. She had a key to the house, and then she kicked down the bedroom door. Right. I mean, still, still not sure like a lot, but this guy's a doctor. He can afford a real door, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then she says she just started beating them both up. <laughs> with her, with, with, the, with the girl's stiletto heel? With the girl's stiletto. I don't, like, I don't know. There's a part of me um, that really loves that. Like, you know, the part in Waiting to Exhale where she sets his clothes on fire or something. Yeah. I'm like, yes, <laughs> set his clothes <laughs> on fire. But then there's part of me that's like... Maybe don't do that. Maybe just tell them that they're both sluts and that you hate them. Right. Maybe don't hit them. (laughs) It just, I I was like envisioning this. I'm like, that, I mean, the stiletto is pretty, could be pretty, like, that's, oh. You can actually hurt somebody with that. 
Yeah, so the whole like, and he's kind of going along with this, and I'm thinking this sounds really aggressive, and I don't know if this yeah. sounds okay. If you were a guy, would you find that attractive? <laughs> I just, I felt, re- I was cringing because I was like, like, like in the moment, like thinking, okay, like I can understand her being really upset, but then I'm also feeling like, like how is this going to improve what he thinks of you in relation to the, like the rest of the ladies? Like, like now he's yeah. going to look at you and be like, if I, if I offend her, is she going to come after She's me gonna and like beat me up? up. <laughs> <laughs> I just, um, I don't know. I don't know. And I know Nick is always saying, Oh, I've been cheated on. I know what it feels like to be cheated on, but I really feel like he has also cheated on people. Um, and does he really want to be putting himself in a situation where he may be beaten to death with a stiletto? I mean, and considering there were all those stories out there that supposedly he'd been talking to Jen after Bachelor yeah. in Paradise, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, I'm going to cheat on you with all these ladies, and just kidding, I'm like, I'm not going to date you at all, you know? It's just, I don't know. Like, I... maybe, technically not cheating, but, like, it kind of felt like he's done some things eh. that were a little shady. Cheating adjacent, would... at best. Yeah, cheating adjacent. Well... Okay, I just I just feel like Raven's like an episode of Snapped waiting to happen. Snapped? Do you ever watch Snapped? No, I don't know this. It's about women who kill. <laughs> <laughs> I watch a lot of murder shows. Wait, what channel is this on? I believe it's on Oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> they had they also had um uh this show that I saw over Christmas it was called I think Homicide for the Holidays about people <laughs> who were murdered during the holidays and I was like this is a little gruesome cuz one was like somebody came in and killed like an entire family I like that's not necessarily what I want to watch at the holidays over the holidays but it was narrated by Chris Hansen the guy you know from To Catch a Predator I I don't think I've ever watched that You don't know To Catch a Predator? I mean I know of but I don't think I've ever Do you know the concept? I think so. All right. I'll paint you a picture. Okay. <laughs> so they have these people and it's some kind of volunteer group. I don't know. Like, I don't know what it's called. They try to catch perverts, right? So they okay. go into chat rooms and they'll be like, oh, hey, I'm like a 13-year-old girl. Like, oh, I'm wearing this lacy lingerie. Like, you know, and they like lure these perverts into inviting them over to their house. Uh-huh. So they'll hire an actress who's of age but looks like a 13 year old and there's they'll send her in and she'll be like hey and the guy will be like oh look i have some mike's hard lemonade for you over here and like a bag of candies and and all this stuff and then she'll start chatting up the guy and then all of a sudden chris hansen pops in and he's like hello why don't you have a seat over here and then he just proceeds to like read out the dirty chats (laughs) that they have from the guy Uh uh-huh and basically just tell him that he's caught. And, that's... and then I guess they arrest these people. I don't really know. Or else they're just publicly shamed. Huh. Okay. And the guys are always like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just wanted to hang out and have a good time and like shoot some pool. And they're like, well, then why do you have a giant Costco size vat of lube next to you? you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, it's a classic show. Sounds, but sounds... I think there were some legal problems that came out of it. So it's no longer on the air. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I don't. I could talk about this all night, but I guess this is a podcast for the bachelors. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's a reason for some some concern. Yeah, like it just she might be unsnapped. Yeah, it yeah. just it just came out of nowhere. I wasn't expect. I I thought she was gonna say like that she I don't know slapped him, you know. But when it when it took that turn, I I just kind of I couldn't. I, ha- I had to rewatch that part because 
I feel like part yeah, of it's kind like of like a, what a slap what? is one thing, but beating people with a shoe is 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 a little different. Yeah, and I'm like, and, may, and maybe she was kind of um, hyping it up a little bit in the way she summarized it, but then it just made her sound really aggressive. If that's the case, so I was like, eh. maybe a little crazy. Yeah. So um, so there's that. <laughs> There is that. But then, she, we, but then we learned she's that she's no longer with a doctor. She has to finance that boutique all on her own. I know, but we did learn that she thinks she's falling in love with Nick. Mm, okay, yeah, sure. Was she the first person to say that so far? I think so. I feel like the other ones have said they could see themselves falling in love. But there's always that. one person who gets it kicked off real early. So I guess she's going to be that person. Yep. So there was that. There was. Maybe some chemistry there. Do they even make out? I don't know. Yeah, then they they, they did. Well, they there's. I mean, I know they did because I was looking. Um, I was looking at different uh, gifs for this week, and one <laughs> of them was uh, the two of them making out against the wall at the roller skating rink. So there was that. With his sister in attendance, I guess so. That is highly inappropriate. I don't know. So yeah, and I'm pretty sure they made out at that art museum too. So. Sluts. All of that. <laughs> uh, what else happened? I mean, that was kind of it. I mean, but then... what did we leave off on? There must have been some Corinne drama. To, well, yeah, like, so, so that was, but that was it on their date. So then it yeah. ends off with, um, I guess it's them. Yeah, it's like the, we're at the rose ceremony, I think, right? Um, and there's still this friction between Corinne and Taylor. Um, and, Corinne, Corinne is talking about how like he doesn't see through Taylor yet, but oh, he will. Um, Maybe he will because I have the feeling she's going to be the girl who just won't shut up about Corinne every time that they're talking together. And then which anybody who watches the show knows that's not going to work out in your favor. It never does because you're taking. I mean, like I feel like the guy, the lead, always kind of wants to know a little bit of what you have to say, but only to a certain point. But he doesn't. He doesn't like really want to know. I, mean, I feel like. The first time you tell them something, they're kind of like, okay, like I should be aware and I appreciate them bringing it to my attention. But when it keeps happening over and over again, I think that kind of turns to a vibe of, all right, grow up, you know? You can only bring it up once. Yeah. And then unless something that... just bananas is happening, you can yeah. only bring it up once. And um, I thought Vanessa dealt with it pretty well, where she said that she wasn't disappointed in um, Corinne, she was disappointed in him. That was a sick burn. Yeah, I'm like, that's that's the way to make it. I mean, you could tell that really got him, you know? And you can tell, like, yeah, Corinne is, is being a 24-year-old, and she's being herself, and she's going after what she wants and all that stuff, and it's immature and it's annoying, but she's not necessarily... I, I Yeah, I do judge him more because he's 36 years old and he theoretically is here for marriage. So if that's actually what he wants, then why is he behaving the way that he's behaving? Exactly. And then I think she said, I'll just give you my rose back, you know, if, if this is us. And be. then he's like, no, like, you know, yeah, no, don't do that. But we know that Corinne's going to be around at least a little longer because we haven't even gotten to the point where she tries to sleep with him yeah exactly so like a bunch of people were posting online saying oh i think she's going home this time and i'm like no she can't nope and i feel like does that mean i mean i feel like if this ends in them him then doing that two-on-one date i feel like she has to be the one to stay around because that's a whole nother episode worth of drama for her to try to sleep with him and all of that you know 
I do think that's what we're leading up to, right? The two-on-one, and I guarantee you it's going to be with Taylor. Oh, it is. I read an article where he, like he, or his people blog, uh, which I'm going to include in our blog post with this, his people article, he's talking about how that's what this turns into based on the friction between the two of them and this coming to a head that he decides to do that next. So that's, that's definitely coming next week. It's happening. This could be a good one. It could be on par with like, you know, Badlands. Probably. I mean, nothing can be on par with that, but I mean, I can dream. I think logistically speaking, it doesn't make sense how next week could be this two on one date with the two of them. Plus her whole like going to try to sleep with him thing. I think that's a lot to pack into one episode. I feel like we have at least a couple more Corinne episodes. I feel like I feel like Taylor has to be the one to go home. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that I just I feel pretty, pretty solid on that. And yeah, I think that's going to happen. I mean, she's just, I think she's letting things get to her too much. Because um, in at the rose ceremony, or the cocktail party, Dan- Daniello, um, Daniello. <laughs> steals him, like, immediately. And all the girls are really miffed about it. Because they're like, you just had a one-on-one. What? Yeah. Um, and then Taylor's, like, offended by it. So Taylor's getting, she just seems to be getting offended by everything. Um, And then she goes in and erupts. And it's just, yeah, she just seems very aggressive um and then i love that we see all this like back and forth with corinne and josephine and they're just like chomping down on the food i loved it oh i did enjoy that it's nice to see people actually eat and then we see josephine just rallying her up like getting her really miffed about things yeah the conversation with josephine was funny um i kind of felt like they were feeding off of each other and of course i love that they were sitting there shoving food down their mouths um but yeah, finally I, somebody's eating. I know, I loved it. And then I loved it online. Everybody from The Bachelor were saying that they were eating different things and I'm like, "You guys have been there. You should have an idea of what they potentially are eating." What like, were they eating? Could you tell? They were calling them like um like one 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 person was saying pizza bites, someone else said nuggets. It's like it was, <laughs> it was all over the map. So I have no I did think I saw a chicken nugget, but I could be wrong. I couldn't I, the second time I watched it, I was like, "I still can't make out what they're eating." Because mostly you just saw it in their mouth more than you saw, like, actually, like, in their hands or whatever. Yeah. Um, but they were not trying to hide it, and they were just, like, going to town, which... I feel like they were maybe drunk, drunk eating. I think they were... Because well, she seems to be really tipsy at all of these I think she things. gets wasted. Yeah. I think that's where some of our weird... Um... Weird sound bites come from, including... I don't think we've discussed this yet, her weird thing where she was comparing herself to corn yes which was amazing what did she say do you remember <sighs> she said oh i gotta find it it was back a bit she was talking about like different layers and like you have to peel it back to get like to this... an onion yeah right you have to peel it back to get to this luscious here we go she's a corn husk with all these layers she's juicy she's buttery you just need to get to that corn <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's going to get to that corn. Right. It was like, where did this come from? She was clearly drunk when she was doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah so oh, can we talk about her music video? Oh, my goodness. Well, well, 
Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's kind of the end of it. We 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 know that you know yeah, they're not about done. The end of the yeah, I mean, and the everybody only thing, hates Corinne. The only thing we have to mention is the 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 end the ending piece with Nick and Alexis was amazing. Oh my god, I you know I see these ending pieces with her, and I'm like, why isn't this in the episode more? Because she's really funny. I feel like, and it makes me wonder if their their conversations are just like one one standout like segment only you know like these are all coming from the same time like her boob anniversary and then her talking about the aliens well, and her fear of Nicolas Cage well I feel like they just have like these one like funny thing like that they'll say but then since we don't really see like a full conversation with her it's like is yeah. that it is that the one shining moment or are they just showing the funniest thing out of it I don't know I mean there must be more I just need more I want more I love Corinne, but I need more Alexis. Well, and during the, which, now this we shouldn't be too far off from, right? Like the women tell all, when does that happen? Laura, that's like right before the finale. That's way off. <laughs> I I don't feel well today, so excuse me for Get being it together. Scarfled. I'm We're sorry. Just getting started. But, There's a lot more to go. <laughs> good. Well, so, but isn't it during that episode that we get to see all these bloopers? Like, they usually do bloopers at some point during the season. That is also at the end. I'm just, I'm holding on. I'm hoping that we see a lot of fun outtakes of her. I, I bet bloopers. she'll be in a lot of the bloopers. Yes. Yeah. That was my point. That's all I had to say. Excuse <laughs> Took me. you a while to get there, Excuse but me. it was a good point. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> but um, yes, I guess for this week's Bachelor News, um, we can talk about this amazing music video that Leslie came Two Chains. She's in a Two Chains video. <laughs> it's Juicy J, Two Chains and, and Chain. The Joker. It's basically a song where they just talk about getting high the whole time. It's so bad. And she just And then about a minute and... 40 into the song, um she turns up as a video how and she's got her boobs pushed up and she's just sitting there looking high yeah. like she's really out of it. And that's all she does is just sit there and that's nod her it. head. It's it's very deep. Yeah. Very, very deep. Um, Unfortunately, it didn't make her a star, so she had to come and be on The Bachelor. But I was so I was chatting with with um, Samantha about this, and we were doing the math. Like, is she she has to have been, like, younger than 18 at the time, right? I think she was 19. Was she That's 19? what I read. She was 19 when the video came, or when she made the video. Yeah. That's crazy. Very interesting. Uh, Such stellar beginning. She really is a, a layer of, of corn and kernels right. and whatnot. Right. Yeah, so many layers. Well, so and, and oh, this, her mom. We're gonna talk yes. about her mom. I was gonna say, I feel like most of the stuff, and I feel like this is gonna be the trend until she goes home, um, is about Corinne. So we have um, a video that Corinne's mom sent to TMZ. Again, the link will be on our blog post, but um, basically saying that she's faking this. Um, Basically that she knows going in that if if you're the villain, you get all this screen time. So she's just playing up all this drama to get on the show more. Um, and basically saying that all the people who are calling her house, um, I guess harassing them, that she's been keeping a list of all the numbers and she's going to call the cops. It was just crazy. Poor Raquel probably has to deal with a lot of those phone calls. It was it was it was it was amazing. So um, this is why I'm really hoping that we get to see her in hometowns because I feel like we're getting this lovely intro to her mom. You know, I really, really hope we, we have see more to. Of her. I need it. I need to know Raquel. I know. I need to know Raquel. I need to know more about her 
her mom and I need to know her dad because I feel like once we get to meet them, we'll get a bigger picture of how Corinne became the kernel of corn that she is. It will all tie together. Um, yeah. Um, oh, and then, oh, there was something. Oh, Olivia went out yep. to lunch with Corinne. Yep. And she said that she is exactly like she is on the show. And she is not phased by all the hate that she's getting. Because I think Olivia really was bothered by it. Like, it got her down. Well, because she was just having fun with it. I think Corinne is just like, I, I think that what her mom is saying is somewhat valid. That she came on and it was like, the more I am crazy, then I'm going to be getting all this exposure on TV. So I think she kind of is like embracing it. Um, whereas, yeah, like Olivia said, basically one of the quotations she said was like, you know, I'm like that, that, uh, Corinne said, I'm strong. I don't need your advice. Like, I'm kind of like, I'm fine with this. So she's good. She's got it. Yeah. She's been waiting for this her whole life and it's here. And I think she is loving it. And she's like, I'm just going to breathe it all in. Yeah. 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 I'm very curious how things will go for her down the line because, I know, for instance, Courtney Robertson, who wrote the best Bachelor book of all times, um, Not Here to Make Friends. Yeah. Uh, she had a hard time after The Bachelor because her modeling jobs really dried up because everybody hated her. So I don't know if things are different now that Instagram has come along and she can shill tease and stuff. So maybe that'll help give her the money that the money and fame that she's looking for. But I know that Courtney Robertson said she had a hard time after The Bachelor. Yeah, I don't like to me. I don't feel like this is the be all end all entryway for some of this stuff, depending on how you approach it, like especially with some of the ways she's been approaching this. It's like, I don't know what it's going to lead to next for her, really. I don't know. But I don't think she cares. I think she's just along for the ride. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, um, bless her heart. Let's see. What Anything else? else? Um,. I, so I found both Nick and um, Chris Harrison's people like Chris. Chris's blog is on Yahoo. Nick's is on people. Both of them were just kind of like, meh. I, um, I feel, <laughs> I've been really disappointed. Uh, I feel like, you know, Ben's season and Caitlin's season, like they would give all these insider like tidbits. Like it wasn't necessarily something juicy, but things that were interesting about that had happened on yeah. the episode that we didn't know. Nick isn't doing that. Like he's just kind of, I think he's phoning it in on the blog post too. I was so. going to say, I feel like he's phoning it in on the blog post and in the show. He's just checked out. But I think he thinks he can coast because he's been on so many of these shows now. He doesn't have to try anymore. And I think you get that sense too. I don't know um, how much you've seen, but like I watch all of his Instagram stories and all of them. He's just kind of like bachelor Monday guys. Woo. Like he just seems very not into it. So I just, I feel like all of this is just kind yeah. of one common theme here. Um, but the other stuff I found, uh, there was a piece um, uh, ET Online uh, was talking about how, I guess, Jade is ready to have a baby this year with Tanner. Okay, so that was one thing. Um, well, they were just in marriage boot camp, so maybe it's not a great idea. I know, right? Well, I feel like that was all contrived, but I don't know. Maybe, um, but I heard you came off really badly on the show. So I, I just don't get like, are you really that willing to like make it look like you're really horrible to your wife on TV just to get a little money? I know. Do you really need to be need to be on TV that badly? Yeah. I know they're making enough money from from advertising stuff on on social media. I don't think they need it. So chill so out. Either. It's weird. So um, the last thing that I found, which ironically is also from TMZ, usually we don't have a lot of coverage from TMZ, but this week we have two things. Um, 
But um, apparently Grant from Bachelor in Paradise has decided this past week he had his grace tattoo covered up. (gasps) How dare he? Yes. um, Yeah, he had it covered up with something kind of, it was pretty dark um, and detailed. Um, Was just kind of like his final like farewell like it was it's very weird um, i bet lace is pissed i know it's a it's a black rose um and according to tmz they're like it sends a clear message you're dead to me also i well, made that a is huge like mistake very bachelor related it's mean <laughs> i know so as far as um the article says as far as they know lace still has her ink i feel like i saw her post something on Instagram stories today or yesterday that still had the tattoo in it. So, yeah. Um, but curious to see how she responds to that. Right. So kind of interesting. Didn't take him very long to get that, um, rectified. You can see, I, I'll include this as well in our blog post. You can see, I mean, he took what was a pretty small tattoo with the words grace, um, and, and turned into a pretty hefty size rose across his wrist. So it's a much bigger tattoo. Very interesting. Um, she is way too good for him, and that's all I have to say. Well, I, I mean, I guess that's a that's a hundred percent. There's no way that they're ever getting back together. That's a pretty. Aggressive... I don't think that's gonna happen. No. I don't think they're good for each other. So no. Which is fine, but it's just that that's very quick. But I guess yeah. everything moves very quick in Bachelor universe. So whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was that was the last thing that I found. If you have any other news. Uh, I did see an interview with Jason Mesnick. Did you ever see his season? I have not seen his yet, which I feel like I should see if supposedly Nick pulls super Mesnicking later. Do you even season. know what that means? I do. I've seen the I've seen the footage, so I do know what that means. I can appreciate what a Mesnick. So you means. know what happens at the end of the season of his season? Oh well, that well wait. I thought he. I thought they were talking about pulling a Mesnick about like his crazy man crying. But are you talking about? Yeah, him... but do you know why he was man crying? Well, that was because he chose the wrong girl, right? Okay, so you do. I don't want to, like, okay, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen the season. You might want to skip this part. But, okay, so he gets down to the final two. He picks this girl. And then at the after the final rose, he says that he picked the wrong girl. Yeah. And he he wants to go with the person who was a runner-up. And now they're married and they have kids and, you know, happily ever after, yada, yada, yada. So he was talking about just kind of how all that went down. And I guess um, Melissa, the girl that he originally chose, maybe they had already broken up. But I don't think he knew or I don't think she knew that he wanted to be with Molly, the runner up. Mm. So apparently the he was saying that the producers convinced him not to let her know what was going on ahead of time. And just I guess that he felt manipulated by them and. Uh, and that they said, oh, well, you know, we had Molly set as, as the Bachelorette and they were going to give Melissa the Bachelorette, which I don't think happened. I don't know who was next. I don't know either. But he was basically just throwing a lot of shade that the producer is making it sound like they made him do all of this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you, know, you kind of did these things on your own. Huh. Um, I guess... They were making it out to be like he would be violating his contract if he contacted the runner-up without their permission. Mm-hmm. And I guess he could have been sued for doing that. Interesting. Um, so it was kind of an interesting peek behind, well, you know. Speaking of peeks, peeks into the, you know, 
peeks into the process. Um, I was watching Olivia Crady's one of her um, Instagram lives the other day. Yeah. And she mentioned, I think Leah was was commenting while it was happening live. I was I was cooking, but I was I was paying <laughs> enough attention to catch all of this. It's a lot of multitasking. I know. Um, so she was talking about contracts and like people kept asking her questions and I've, I've seen it before where they keep asking like, well, how long is your contract? She's like, I can't respond. I'm, I'm under contract on certain these things. So I can't, I can't respond to them. And people always ask her and she never responds. But for this time, for whatever reason, she says, well, my contract is for two years and Leah's in the room and Leah comments like mine's only for a year. So apparently (laughs) like going in. They know exactly who's going to be their villain, and they give them a different contract term. They can tell who's going to have the mm-hmm. most dirt. And so it's like, you know, they, that's kind of like, funny. Yeah, she's like, they want to keep me extra quiet. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, it seems like whoever it is that's the villain going in, I mean, they basically from day one have a camera crew de- devoted to them, following them around. Well, apparently, Corinne has a lot of cameras yeah. following her around all the time, whereas that's not the case for a lot of these other girls. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, when you think about it, it's like, yes, they're gathering all this footage for them. But as someone like if you're the bachelor in this case, like you see that happening. So you have to know there's a story there. Right. Yeah. And so like, and I feel like the person, frankly, Olivia, maybe should have known, too, if she sees all these people following her around all the time and sees that that's not happening to other people. I mean, put two and two together. It's because they are going to put you in the show a lot. And it's not necessarily because be it's good. good. Yeah. yeah. And I think. And that's why I think if you're someone like a Taylor who, you know, or some of these other girls who keeps going to him to talk to him about Corinne, like after a certain point, it's like he kind of he's done this. I mean, if anybody knows it's Nick. He's done this show enough that he knows that if they're spending that much time filming her, he knows why he doesn't need like a behind the scenes like breakdown yeah, from them. He knows what's up and he's either like he's either into the drama and finds her amusing or isn't. He's and he'll let her go. Show, I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, I just uh, I don't, but I do think Corinne knows what's up, and I don't think she cares. I don't think she cares at all. I think um, in the interviews, I feel like Olivia mentioned that she thought that her her producers were her friends and like trusted them and was very naive about it. And I think Corinne is is not naive about it at all and is not getting taken advantage. She thinks it's no. fun, you know. So it is what it is. But I, I think every time like one of these things comes up on one of these Instagram lives, it's just kind of interesting to hear another little tidbit. So I thought that was interesting that they because I assume they all had similar contract terms i assumed it was like you go on the show and you all have the standard agreement so it doesn't seem that's the case so interesting yeah i gotta keep the 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 ones that are extra juicy under wraps the longest i guess so i love a good old peek into the sausage factory of how the show is made because for me it doesn't ruin anything i love it all well i think the more like the more that comes up um i feel like you learn just how much it is like unreal i mean yeah even like Olivia mentioned Unreal when she was talking about so I mean I think I mean it the the parallels are, are pretty legit I think it's obviously sensationalized a bit but I think the yeah. idea behind it is totally solid the fact that I they like when you watch it you know what's the like where they're dramatizing it and where it's actually real and I'm fine with it you know like I I'm fine with their producers like weaseling their like the stuff out of them I I love it I love it all I don't care I mean I feel like they I feel can't like it's- it's real enough. They can't completely fabricate some of this stuff. I mean, they can't. They can't tell Raven to say she was cheated on, right? I feel like that. That has. They to could happen. encourage her to talk about it, they but I mean, all of these things these yeah. people are doing, 
You yeah, know? I feel like there's there's substance to like what they're saying. They they didn't tell them, oh, like tell him this happened to you, even though even though it didn't. You know, I feel yeah. like I feel like they're just telling them to tell that story and like that. Oh, I think you should tell him that. That'll make him connect with you well. That kind of thing. And if they didn't do all of these things, it probably would be much more boring than it, would it is. It would be so, so boring. We wouldn't care. We'd have nothing to talk about. I just want to meet these people and pick their brains because I want to know. I want to. I just want to know more. You mean the the contestants for this season? No, the producers. Oh, the producers. I want. I want, I want to meet them all. But <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like there's there's two of them I follow in social media. Um, Elon. Yeah. Gail, I think is his last name. And then there's, he's a nutbag. Oh, he yeah. But he's funny. Yeah. Um, and then I can't remember the other girl's name. Jen? I think it's a Jen. Someone else. I mean, she was, um, she was, she uh, actually, I tweeted at both of them because we were trying to get the tickets for uh, Women Tell All or, or um, the Final Rose. And um, yeah. It has to, no to happen sometime. <laughs> I know. I mean, let's be real. That's the main reason I was like, let's do this fantasy league because you can win prizes, which includes you can. Yes. I hope it's not based on your score because I know because I keep forgetting to do it. <laughs> oh, Leslie, I do it. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm not that far ahead of you still for even for what I've done. Like on ugh. the week that I do it, I kill it, but I keep forgetting that it's there. <laughs> Got to complete it. Well, while I've been out on maternity leave, I just don't check my emails. So I, you know, I know they send me email reminders, but I'm just not checking it. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I I do it, and then. It's funny because I'll do it and then I see all this stuff that they're promoting from the show and they like give you some of the answers. And then, oh, I, yeah. feel like, and then I feel like I'm cheating, but I'm like, I can't like not look at this stuff because I'm covering it for the podcast. So it's like, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's funny. And then I feel like the other like some of the stuff that's in there is always like <clears throat> at least a few things that are completely arbitrary that you would have no way to, to know that you're completely like in the dark guessing. I kind of like it because then you get an idea of what's coming up and it's just fun. And then I just get really mad at the people who get them all right. And I'm like, you just guessed all of those and you got them right. I don't know. <laughs> it makes me a little better. Well, you know, you won the Fantasy League last year, so I think you need to let this one go. I know, but I feel like this was supposed to – well, the stakes are higher because I'm like, oh, we could actually get tickets to these these events. And now it's like, If nah. I had known that, then I would have been uh, on top of it. Yeah, oh. so maybe do you think you might be able to complete it? I'll week. try. Okay. <laughs> uh, two out of four right now. <laughs> Not doing so well there. All right. So I'm looking forward to next week with the two on one. I know it should be good. We'll we'll see. I feel like there's a the bar is pretty high after you know the Badlands and then we had it's eh, the island with the twins and Olivia. <laughs> Not quite as as much, but um, yeah, I'm curious if we can have one that'll overcome. I mean, you know, that would be pretty epic if they could. God willing. I know. So I guess we will see to be continued. Dot, 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 dot. dot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Till next time. All right. Bye. Connect with us on Twitter at Accept This Pod, where we live tweet episodes and share great bachelor gifts and updates. Also, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you love us, be sure to leave us a rating and a review. They really do help.